robots. They have a long history of doing our bidding and helping to make our lives easier. When they're not all stealing our jobs, the human has been neutralized. Generally speaking, robots have helped us humans make meaningful advancements in all sorts of industries. Take manufacturing. Robots are being built to do repetitive and otherwise dangerous tasks that humans did prior. Man, they don't want to do anymore. Of course, the debate around how robots are slowly replacing parts of the workforce is certainly a concern, but their use continues to be pervasive. But where do we get that word to describe these metal automated workers? These mechanical machines. These robots. This is the story of our genesis. Hello, and welcome to Before Words, where we explore the meanings and origins of the words we use each and every day. I'm your host, and a real boy, Adam Couchy. Let's dive right into the word robot, or maybe robot, depending on your pronunciation. Tomato, tomato, right? The word robot finds its origins back in the early 1920s. Not the roaring 20s all you kids like to dream about, but 1920s Czechoslovakia. More nationalism, less Gatsby. A playwright, Karel Čapek, writes a play featuring these strange, soulless artificial beings, robots, developed to do the bidding of their human masters. We all know where this is going, right? Intruders must be destroyed. Skynet. Revolt. Hasta la vista, baby. I mean, why is it every time we develop some new technology, it's always to do something we're doing now but easier? Well, we're a lazy bunch. I can say this with pride, as I haven't taken off my robe in three weeks. Oh. Would you look at that? It's time for my mid-morning nap. Now where is my nightcap? I always have a little bit of whiskey before I take my nap. <sighs> I feel refreshed. Back to Karel. His play, titled Rosumi Universalni Roboti, or Razum's Universal Robots, was the world's introduction to the word robot. Taken from the Czech robotnik, meaning forced worker, which had its roots in robota, or forced labor in Old Slavic. It's no wonder they're destined to betray humanity in every movie depiction. It became clear the humans would never achieve form and order on their own. The word itself represents a bleak description of a soulless being made to serve at the whims of their master. Karel himself actually credits his brother, Josef Čapek, with the idea for the word. Karel wanted to use labori from Latin root for labor, but it seemed too scholarly. Seems like a bit of reversal now. But sure, Karel, sure. Labor doesn't sound as menacing as robot or as technical. As an impartial judge and word sleuth, robot sounds perfect to me. We had to take control. A couple of decades later, famed science fiction writer Isaac Asimov would go on to coin the term robotics and cement the use of the term with the series Foundation and development of the three laws of robotics. One, a robot may not injure a human being or, through inaction, allow a human being to come to harm. Two, a robot must obey the orders given to it by human beings, except where such orders would conflict with the first law. And three, a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law. Well, now I must know how my wife feels when I sleep talk at night. We all know these laws work flawlessly. Just kidding. The laws themselves are often knocked down as impractical 
and often set up a perfect conflict and backdrop for our on-screen heroes. Hollywood's adaptation of Asimov's story brought us the action-packed iRobot, in which Will Smith's distrust of robots is predicated on the notion that robots will eventually find a way to bend and ultimately break the three laws put into place. The word robot itself may not have been in use until the 1920s. There are still several inventions we could point to as early robots. Self-operating machines like a washstand developed by Philo of Byzantium, a Greek engineer, were developed in the 3rd century BC. Yep, keep your hands clean, folks. It's been popular since the 3rd century BC. It's not going anywhere at this point. In the 5th century, Chinese philosopher Mozi and his contemporary Lu Bang created flying wooden birds. In the late 13th century, there was a Muslim scientist, Ismail al-Jazari, who developed many automated devices such as automatic gates, driven by water, and a waitress who could serve water, tea, or drinks. Now, that service. Later on, it's said that al-Jazari's work inspired da Vinci as he sketched out his plans for a mechanical knight in the late 1400s. Civilizations were creating these automated machines to help assist us in our everyday endeavors. We just needed a word to tie it all together. So, robot. Robot. Ro-but. You get it. But, you say, or bot, which is correct. The source material from Carl's play can be viewed in the film adaptation of R.U.R. in the 1930s, which uses the but version of the word. Good to know that the film industry has always been hungry for adapting prior works. And a little extra but in there, if you know what I'm saying. By the early 1950s, it seems most were using the correct Czech pronunciation. Perhaps we can blame Hollywood for the adoption of our now widely used pronunciation of robot. A showcase of Robbie the Robot on the Perry Como show in February of 1956 to promote the film Forbidden Planet features actress Anne Francis saying robot. And there it is. Robot would go on to take over as the dominant pronunciation, as if the pervasiveness of Hollywood wasn't already in everyone's mind. Thanks again, Hollywood. You really nailed it. This has been Before Words. I'm Adam, definitely not a robot here to ensure your destruction. Couchy. And we'll catch you here next time. Bye-bye.